Well, uh, speaking of the shit weekend, the AFL trade period was on before. We're going to do a little breakdown of this. Yeah. Give a long range bets, but it was a fairly boring affair until the last day. Yeah, we had a bit of a chat about this last we week. We did, and yeah. uh, so we'll break it down club by club, real rapid fire stuff because you know not much happened to be fairly fair. Yeah. But starting from the top, Adelaide. This, these guys probably did most of the damage, I reckon. Yeah. At first, I thought. You know, they gave up too much for Bryce Gibbs. Like, you know, did they really go in overs for that? But then you look at it, and they actually went up in this year's draft four picks. They got, they lost, yes, they lost Jake Lever and Cameron, but they also got in. So next year, they're, they're in, uh, they got two first round picks again. Um, they got a second round pick from Carlton, third round pick from Carlton, and fourth. So they got plenty of options next year's draft. They also picked up Gibbs, which they needed for that extra midfield depth. Uh, Sam Gibson, I think, even though he's a bit older, he has played a lot of football, 130 odd games straight. He will add that experience, and you know, I don't know if he'll start at the year, but he'll give him good cover. Yeah, they lose Lever, but you know, he hasn't finished in the top ten in two years. You know, the money he's getting, they couldn't match, and whatever. I I'll be interested to see how he goes at Melbourne before I make a call. Now I want to see how he goes. Charlie Cameron was one of those small forwards that can be a live wire, but again, he's not consistent. Yeah. And to get picked 12 for him is just unbelievable. So I think they've done it right. There was constant overs getting thrown around all trade period. Which shows you how much clubs are probably rating this year's draft. If they're happy to give up, say, a pick 2 or a 12 for a player of Cameron or Waller. Which is usually reserved, like reserved for you know, absolute jets, yeah. not guys who have potential. So Yeah, I think that, yeah, they're not... Clubs aren't obviously sold on this year's draft, which we've been talking about all year as well. How big, how good next year's going to be compared to this year? Yeah. So uh, Brisbane, they did all right. Yeah, they got Hodge, which is good cover, good experience, and I think we talked about this a long time ago about Hodge maybe going somewhere else and offering that a bit like your um, McVeigh from Sydney sort of thing. And yeah, look, I, I think he'll play a good year. Won't play every game. Probably play twelve, fifteen games, but help out with their coaching. They get in Charlie Cameron. He'll be exciting to watch down four and help out Hipwood and the likes. They do have pick one, which will be obviously most pick ones are Jets. Uh, they've still got two other first round picks, 15 and 18. They did lose Shaki, but from what I'm understanding, a lot of clubs interviewed him and just went, what the hell? Yeah. So that could go either way. And they lost Tom Rockcliffe, but really, you know, he, he's not going to be in the next premiership window. So, and he's. No, they would have had to have paid him a lot of money to keep him. So really, a pretty successful period for the old ones. Yeah, and they get they got pick eighteen for that as well. So they get another first rounder. So yeah, they're going to go all right with this year's draft with three first round picks. Yeah, they're going to have a lot more kids and be the lines again, really. But uh, yeah, hopefully they can hang on to them and you know have a good have a start building. I think Fagan's on the right path. He's definitely a good football person to have. The old trade whisperer. Yeah, he's done all right for the Blues. Yeah, pick three and pick ten this year they've got. So they also already had pick three. Uh, pretty sure they got pick ten for Bryce Gibbs. So I think that's overs for Bryce Gibbs, 29-year-old. Oh, I don't know. Like, if they win the flag, it's it's good. But yeah. pick ten's a pretty high price to pay for... Bryce Gibbs is a pretty good player. Yeah, but he's 29. Yeah. He's not going to get any better. See, I, don't, I totally agree. He's not going to get any better, but he's not done, like... He's probably got two or three years. No, I totally disagree with this. And I'm going to mention this across all of our forums, really. But this whole ages thing when it comes to professional sport now. Yeah, but like, he's not, a, he's not look, an ablet. But, like... He's not going to get the 35 and still be 
punching out 30 position games and stuff. You don't reckon? No. And I don't think he's versatile enough to go forward. Like, he probably could go do a Goddard and go back and get the cheap kicks across half back. He's good enough by foot. But is that what Adelaide need? No, they need a midfield engine. And like I said, you probably give them two really good years. And if they nab a flag, then yes, it's worth it. But if they don't nab that flag, then... I just think in this era where, you know, everyone's been a professional since probably 16 in all, in all reality. Yeah. That the whole, like, you get to 30 and you're done thing is a fallacy now. Like, people will be playing well into their mid-30s from now on because just they've, they've been looking after their bodies more, they're trained better. And a lot of the time now, kids are getting actually kept out of sides until they're in their early to mid-20s anyway. Yeah. So not actually playing that much footy before they get to 30s. So yeah. I think he's got a bit more time. I'd say five years for Gibbs. Well, and, get, and if they get three out of him, they reckon it's I reckon ten's fair. Yeah. Well, they picked up some midfield depth with Kennedy from uh, JWS and Lang. They picked up a couple of second round picks for next year, so they're really you know loaded up again for next year. Because I think losing the likes of um, Gibbs, and they really don't have a strong midfield now. Like they don't rely heavily on Mark Murphy and a lot of young kids and Cripps if he when he comes back. back yeah. So, you know, Cruz is a good ruckman and stuff, and they've got a really young emerging four line, a young emerging back line. I still think they'll finish bottom three or four. So that helps next year. Like, you know, mm. They're going to have to be loaded up with picks in a really strong There you draft. go. Baz's first hot take for the AFL 2018 season is Carlton are tanking. <laughs> they're not tanking. They're don't gonna, don't maybe say that. They're going to finish bottom three. They're already looking towards that draft. They are tanking. But I don't see Blues them. don't buy memberships. I don't see them winning more games than they did this year. There you go. Tanking. They are tanking. And I, yeah, they they're made, tanking. Speaking they, of tankers, the next club, Collingwood. Hang on, hang on. They made, they made <laughs> plays. For, they made did make plays for some serious um, senior like talent, like Rockcliffe and Devin Smith and stuff. But they missed out, so. They obviously knew that they had holes to cover and they haven't been able to cover them. So, so now they're tanking. Not tanking, but yeah, anyway. Uh, guys are just did nothing this trade period. Collingwood, what's going on there? Oh. There was a little video. They obviously felt a bit self-conscious about it because they released on collingwood.com.au, the magnificent website run by the AFL. Yeah. Your uh, list manager just came out and said, look, we're playing the long game. We're going to the draft. Yeah, well, we have This pooey draft. We we're going to go to this poo draft and see what we can get with... Um, Average picks. Obviously, we've got pick six, and obviously they've seen something they, and they, they like, otherwise they wouldn't have done it. Yeah. And I think we haven't gone to... I wrote an article for you guys... Oh, mid-year, yeah. Mid-year about Bucks and how we haven't gone to the draft for the last yeah. few years. And, so you picked pick the worst draft possible. Like I said, obviously, obviously they, they like something because they've gone there. Otherwise, yes. we probably would have given it up for someone. You know, there's players out there. But again, we don't have a lot of list spots and we don't have... A lot of salary cap space, so yeah, I think we're, we're kind of stuck as well. Yeah, so but, you're not tanking; you're just gonna be average. Nah, we'll be all right. We've, we've, we've nominated our father's son. We've got the other brown brother, yeah, Tyler. So that'll be good. It won't cost us much. We picked up Sam Murray, which we'll see what happens with that. Eh? Before yeah. we comment too much, but yeah, yeah we'll see what happens. See what happens. Fair enough. Uh, the bombers, bombers. They're, they're in my top three performers for this trade period. They absolutely killed it. And I have no idea how. Yeah. How? Why is anyone going to Essendon? Can, why are you going to Essendon? Because they can How are they going to Essendon? But you don't... Like, so people just don't care about winning? Oh, they care about winning. And obviously putting the right people in front of them and offering a bit more cash helps. Because they did... So the, from what I understand, Essendon didn't include in their pay of payments the 20% from the, the new yeah, EBA CBA, deal. Yeah. CBA deal, sorry. So... They had that extra bit of cash to float around and get these players in. They also had the picks to get them in. They had to do a little bit of 
swapping and stuff. But look, they got Ahmed Saar, which I don't know why. Cause, like, he's a good player and stuff, but they've already got plenty of backline speed. Like with McGrath, they can put Tipper back there, especially now they've got Devin Smith and Jake Stringer. Surely Tipper goes back. So. Oh, he's obviously been brought in for his uh, defensive hard efforts, old Ahmed Saar. Ahmed Saar, yeah, anyway. Obviously, now McGrath moves out up into the ball and on a wing, and notably he's put his contract talks on hold as well, which was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, Jake Stringer, well, we know what he can do. What he can do, he's the package, man. But can he do it consistently? And he's, he's obviously got a few off-field issues as well he needs to sort out. Yeah. And Devin Smith is another one, that, again, like, full, has every ability and, uh, you know, he's a Toby Green sort of clone, mm. but consistency lacks in... And he's a bit of a... Bit of a Toby Green client. Yeah, a bit of a me, me, me sort of player as well. Yeah. The one thing, like, they did really well, and I, I like their chances of finishing the finals and all that stuff, but, yeah, and they probably opened up the premiership window, but they didn't get any inside mids or anything tough. I mean, we talked a lot about when we did footy forecasts, their lack of contested ball and, and willingness to get... They're a basketball team. Yeah, willingness to get tough and hard and tackle all that they stuff. They just go one way. Yeah. And that came out back and bit them on the ass first final. They didn't address that, so you know. The aim is obviously just to kick two points a game. Yeah, and say so like, I'm not sold on them to be honest. No, nah, neither am I. So I could be wrong. I've been wrong a lot, a lot before. So, but, I'm but not maybe sold Stringer on. comes out and proves everyone wrong, and you know, kicks a hundred and oh, look if he becomes a new Wayne Carey, he needs to be a midfielder. He needs to be an inside mid and burst away from packs. So yeah, it was, it was to see what happens. But yeah. So uh, everyone forgot about Fremantle this trade period, and uh, but then they just jagged pick two on the last day. So you can have Wilson. They're, no worries, mate. We don't want him. They're one of the best. They did really well. They sneakily just nailed it. They got picks two and five, so they got two first rounders, and they haven't got anything to the third round or late second round, third round. They also picked up next year a uh, second round pick and a couple of later picks as well, which again for a strong draft is good. And they lost really nothing. I mean, they lost Harley Balick, Hayden Crozier, and Lockie Weller. Lockie Weller's going to be a good player, but pick two? Pick two. Pick two? Yeah, I don't know about that. And they gave up, you know... Sorry, they gave out second-round picks next year. Sorry, I'll make that up for Brandon Material and Nathan Wilson. So, look, they gave up, you know, nothing really and got back pick two and... Then pick up two pretty talented players. Like the top five are still me. Really yeah, yeah, players. yeah, definitely. And it's just it's very un Ross line like, which is super interesting. So obviously he's allowed his list manager to go go to the draft, which he doesn't like doing. And he doesn't really play kids, does he? he doesn't like. I don't know what going to do, but if they're Jets, he's going to have to play them. So I heard that Lockie Wells on eight hundred a year at Gold Coast. That's 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 nuts. If that's true, then that's just ridiculous. How? Oh, Ablett's left, I suppose. That frees a bit of cash, but that was all front-loaded anyway. Yeah, so I don't know. Apparently, from what I understand, I heard on SEN that they, they offered him... He got offered a contract by Fremantle. Gold Coast came out and said, well, we'll give you five, yeah. four or five years, 800, 750 to 800 a year. And he went... And he said, you know what? I like the Gold Coast. Yeah, it's pretty sunny. Yeah, my mum and dad are moving back up there. I lived there my whole life, you know, yeah. three years. Yeah. I'm going back there. Well, why not? Anyway. Speaking of the Gold Coast, it's uh, an end of an era. End of an era? Yep, because uh, Geelong is bringing back their beloved son, Gary Ablett, yep. in what is probably the most ill-thought-out marketing over list management decisions ever made. Yeah, look, they really would want to win a flag, win a flag this year because otherwise... 
yeah, it's going to be interesting because their list is just getting older. Yep. And they got rid of, you know, they got rid of Darcy Lang, who's a 21-year-old midfielder who played some really good footy for them early in the year, came back and played a couple of decent finals. They got rid of Motlop, who was their best player in the finals. Best player in the finals. And yeah, he's inconsistent and he frustrates fans, but he's a pretty good player. And they lose a second-round pick next year. In comes Gary Ablett. They pick up a couple of second-round picks. Um, they pick up a few picks for next year. But, yeah, they're... And Daniel Menzel really hasn't been sorted yet. Um, it's kind of a weird one from them. Like, they they back themselves to develop talent from within, from, you know, all that stuff. But top-end talent's pretty hard to find when you don't have draft picks and yep. you can't trade them in. So they've got a bit of West Coast going about them at the moment. What does that mean? Well, they're all old. Oh, okay. And they're slow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Dangerfield, Salwood and Ablett are going to have to carry this team. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know how they can kick goals. Well, Ablett. He won't kick 60 goals in a season. Oh, this is a betting podcast. What, what would you put down on that? No. If, Another if, slab? If anything I a few can, more handscum slabs to add to that the one? The only thing I can think of is Ablett goes into the midfielder and, and Dangerfield plays more forward. And he kicks 60. He could kick easy 60. Him and, and Hawkins. goals. Him and Hawkins. Job done. You've just solved the problem. I hope yeah. you're listening to this, Chris Scott. You've just solved your problem. Roll Ablin in the midfield. Danger plays out there as a full forward. Hawkins goes out and clunks the big ones, and uh, you win the flag next year. So, uh, <laughs> you know, have that for free, son. <laughs> yeah. uh, Gold Coast, they did all right. Did they? They did it all right. Well, then Lockie Weller, who's yeah. going to be a very good oh, player. He's worth picking number two, mate. Yeah. That's an absolute steal. Harrison Wick. Who is he? He couldn't get a game at Adelaide. Good player. He's probably... Uh, wouldn't have got the opportunities to play Adelaide just because of how strong their list is. Yeah. So he'll get an opportunity to play there and he might turn into a decent player. Aaron Young, haven't Gold Coast got enough? Uh, Aaron Young's, yeah. You know, small forwards who kick goals and go missing in games. Yeah, sure. they're all Aaron Young's, yeah. Yeah, they got in pick 19 and late picks. They did pick up a first round pick next year, which, got, so next year they've got a few academy players coming through. Um, so they picked up a first round pick and a second round pick and a couple of second round picks next year. But out they lose Gary Ablett, which we've just spoken about, Brandon Material, which is neither here or there. Ahmed Saad, I reckon, will be a loss. Yeah. Pick two for Lockie Weller, well, who knows? But they gave up a few second round picks as well, dealing the likes of Aaron Young and, and stuff like that. They they did get us a, a youngster who wants to be there, which never happens for them, and they got Stewie Jew coaching. But geez, for a team who pretty much is on the rebuild, yeah, they don't have a early first round pick because they gave away pick two. It doesn't sound good, and I reckon they're as good as Stewie Jew's going to be next year for them, and as good as based on what? Just cause based on your love for yeah, Stewie Jew, yeah. I reckon them and Kangaroos will be fighting out for bottom two. Oh, they can both get a Hobart. They can they can merge and both get a Hobart next yeah. year. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, anyway, so. Uh, the perennial bridesmaids, GWS. How are they looking? Do you reckon they're going through a mini rebuild? Oh, I reckon, yeah. They're losing a lot of, not death, because they got play, they're still picking up players from the first round each year. They just seem like a talent factory. Yeah. They just get players who get to about six years in the system and go, oh, I could stay here and have to fight really hard for my spot each week, or I could just nip off to any of the other 16 clubs yeah. and uh, just walk into their first 22. Well, that's still, what they do. They've still got a couple of early picks. They've got pick 11 and two other second rounders. Yeah. 
I don't, they've got no academy players this year, really, of note. Yeah. They lose Matthew Kennedy, who played pretty much every game for him this year, I yeah. think. Devin Smith, who had injuries, but probably would have played most games. Nathan Williams is pretty... Uh, Nathan Wilson, sorry, is pretty important for them across half-back, so... That's three important outs. Yeah, and they didn't get rid of uh, Griffin or any of those boys, so yeah. it's going to be an interesting year for them next year. I think they could slide a little bit. I think they still finish top eight just because they've got so much talent. Yeah. But we just, they've still got no blue-collared players and all what, that What's their pass mark for Leon Cameron next year? Well, he has to play finals. Yeah, well, they're going to do that, but what's the pass mark? Well, they've made the preliminary finals the last two years, so you'd think that they'd want to... Repeat that at least? Yeah, definitely. It's tough. I reckon he, if, if if there was a market for first coach to be sacked, he's up there, I reckon. I've been saying that for a while. Yeah. Leon Cameron is definitely up there yeah. with co- sa- coaches to be sacked. Yeah. And I think Adam Simpson's not far behind him. Adam Simpson might even walk, I reckon, that. Yeah. Yeah. He'd just be like, what is this list? Yeah. Why am I here? Exactly. Let's go. I'll go. Maybe they'll do a swap. Leon Cameron will go over to West Coast and they'll start trading coaches like in the NFL. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, speaking of coaches that may just walk out, Alistair Clarkson might just throw the might throw the toys out. They Jeff Kennett's back. Yeah. They don't get along. No, they don't. His list looks like utter poo. Yeah. Jarman Impey comes in. Oh, so, awesome. Yep. What yep. an inclusion. Yep. And they got no picks to pick 43 thanks to the O'Meara yep. Mitchell deals last year. Yep. So they got two young good players and... Uh, and Luke Hodge went to Brisbane. Surely yeah. he, he played good enough for you to play again next year. Well, but obviously the list manager was just like, sorry, mate, you're too old. We need to rebuild. And then they obviously said that and Hodge was like, all right, cool. You weren't going to pay me anyway. That's fair enough. Yeah. Brisbane's on the phone. His mate Fagan's like, hey, I heard uh, I talking to him. Clarko and he said he got given the flick yeah man I got given the flick how rude is that oh come play with me for two more years oh yeah no worries and then the list management just goes and looks at their picks and realizes they don't have a pick till pick 40 and they realise they've absolutely shat the bed yep so they've done they've shat the bed poos yeah. and weeds have shat the bed it could be a long time back a long way yeah. back for the Hawks they won't make finals going back to the 60s they won't make finals but they'll still be around mid mid tail I reckon just because they've got some real like Mitchell Silk yeah. Ruffy, like those. Well, sort of, if yeah. Mitchell continues to get 50 touches, it's pretty hard to lose by 100 points. Yeah. Because he's got the pill half the time. So, you know. Correct. Uh, another team that's kind of shut the bed, I reckon, is Melbourne. Yeah. Look, give Watts. Up. Yeah, Watts. Is a big out. Yeah. And they're going to realise that this year. Yeah, I think so. Especially given they're still paying for most of his salary. And, yeah. Shout out to the Ox. Best lost- meltdown of the year. <laughs> they lost pick 10 as well. Obviously got in Jake Lever, who. Is, you know, he's is, a downhill skiller though it'll be interesting to see how he goes when if things aren't going well at Melbourne yeah he's not going to roll up his non-sleeves so he won't get the luxury like at, at Adelaide he had Talia who used to lock down yeah and you had Kelly who locked down he's going to get some assignments and he had to he had the freedom of you know not really playing on anyone floats around but at Melbourne he doesn't get that freedom no so it'll be interesting to see what happens there uh, Harley Bellick will I yeah, he's a okay footballer. Couldn't get a game at Fremantle or shit. So no, he's injured though. Uh, still, I don't don't think he's going to be much to chop. Oh, I saw him play at the Dragons. I reckon he actually have a bit. Yeah, they got no first round pick. Obviously, they they've got late sec or mid 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 range second round picks. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I was I, I thought I was pretty obviously throughout the year. I, I, They're going to win the flag next year, mate. Yeah, I was on them. You're on tape. Now I think this 
this club could get with the Watts situation because he's very well liked it could really uh, destroy the good one could be over before it started and then they're, they're fucked yeah so but not as fucked as this club oh, North Melbourne they're cool they're North Melbourne Hobart North Hobart Kangaroos oh yeah Shit them off couldn't even get Darcy Lane couldn't even get no one wants to go there why do you want to go there who was the other one that they tried to imagine sitting down in that pitch interview oh. so I'm really interested in you and Barrow I want to come over and play at Arden Street yeah it's kind of hard to get to it alone you know and, you, and like pricing in, in North Melbourne is really expensive so like yeah you're going to pay you a good salary all that will be wasted on tax and rent um, we play a lot of our games in Tassie so yeah you're just going to get real upset when you're not there for like weeks on end yeah um, no one really cares about us either, so we can't really get you much sponsorship or anything like that. There's no real third-party agreements we can do. Um, our team's not very good. Our coach is the, bet, is the worst of two twins. Um, There's not much going on for us, and our best play at the moment looks like a clown. Yeah. Um, Want to come <laughs> along and play? Like, well, they, they, that's the pitch, they, and everyone went, nah, sorry, mate. So Swallows pretty much didn't get delisted. They've pretty much said that. Uh, Thomas didn't get delisted. Sam Gibson went to Adelaide. He played every game this year. He's played 130 games straight. Finished, I'm pretty sure he finished top 10 there, Betis and Ferris. He was like, nah, sorry, man. They're like, nah, you're gone. And I just don't see how they... They're, they're a moral for finishing Wooden Spoon. Yeah. An absolute moral. Because they got... like They got. They might not last a year. They have found just damage to them. Because <laughs> who have they got young young kids-wise that are stars? No one. Yeah, it just looks a long way back for me for them. The exact opposite is Port Adelaide, who's the next club up. They're my smoky for the Premier League oh, yeah, next definitely. year. Like, Just on list alone, boom. So Rockcliffe goes forward and through the midfield, helps out Wingard and, and hopefully Robbie Gray when he gets back. And then you've got Stephen Motlop, who just floats around on a wing and does what he wants. And you've got Jack Watts, who will go forward and help out Charlie Dixon. Oh, hello. And they've got the young defenders who played pretty well in the uh, finals yeah. against West Coast and get another season. They've got Marshall, who's going to be a very, very good footballer as well, helping out down forward. And, yeah, they didn't lose much. Like, they, they lost Archie, but, you know, he only got a one-year deal at West Coast. Logan Austin, well, yeah, whatever. Uh, he, he did play the first 12 games, but then hurt his ankle. Impey was nothing much. Loeb was a, what we what in American terms, uh, a salary cap dump. They just got rid of him to get rid of some space. Yeah. Trengove went to the doggies, yep. Good luck to him. Aaron Young was spoken about him. And, yeah, they gave up a few picks early in the draft. But, you know, really, they're... Looking good. They're, yeah, well done. Well played, Paolo. Yeah. Hat tip to you. Top four lock. Yeah, easy, easy. No, good. seriously, you got a spare 20, put it on them for the premiership. Because, yeah, they play enough home games, they're a lock for top four. Yeah. One team that's not winning the Premiership based on their trade activity is uh, Richmond. And who cares? Because we fucking won the Premiership this year. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter. Well, we did. We did nothing. We're too busy celebrating. Yeah. Everyone went with Dusty to LA and uh, we didn't care. Dust, no, one, we, no one was in the office. We didn't even turn up to trade week. People were going, I want to go to Richmond. I want to go to trade Richmond. They're like, oh, we can't. We couldn't get on the phone to anyone. We're too busy celebrating. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Dusty Martin and Dane Swan Instagram. Oh, it's glorious. It's good. Uh, if he, if, if I would, I would love to see a documentary of how how Dusty transitions from that lifestyle to making it back to be fit enough to partake in preseason. Yeah, well, 
we talked about this today at work. I was like, imagine if he came back like a liver last year. Yeah. But he uh, won't because he does it every year. He yeah, goes down yeah, it every year. Yeah, but so. a few of the boys said he's not that sort of person. Uh, yeah. So he's pretty, you know, he comes back and he just gets back into it. Yeah. It's, it's the only thing he knows. Yeah. As liver knows a lot of other shit. So. Yeah. Anyway, St Kilda. And yeah, they didn't do much either. So they got in Logan Austin, who, you know, at the start of the last season was first 12, I think. I'm pretty sure he played the first 12 game support as a, as a defender, then hurt his ankle, didn't play again. They didn't really get anything in. They got two first round picks, seven and eight, which I'm pretty sure they tried to upgrade, but nothing went through. So I'm pretty sure they, you know, they crack at Thompson, didn't get anything done. I'm pretty sure they're just going straight back to the draft. Try and get in a few, couple more young kids. They definitely probably need a few, few bigger bodies in the midfield, replace your Montagnas and your stuff like that. So help out Jack Stephen and the Billings and Seb Ross. So we just see where the, how they go at the draft, whether they pick up anyone any good. But yeah, they didn't do much either. So yeah, no. Bottom bottom four, I reckon again next year probably. You reckon? You yeah. Reckon they drop right back without Revolt. Well, without Revolt Montagna, they they carried them essentially. Yeah, and they rely heavily on Bruce and Memory, who now get one two defenders. Yeah. So yeah, McCartan as well. Whether he steps up, that's that's what they really need, I suppose. Yeah. Sydney did fuck all. They always they never do much. No. They either do like a massive coup or they just go, no, you know what? We'll just be Sydney. Yeah. We'll somehow just jag this whole system. But next year, they've got a couple of academy players, pretty sure next year. I think there's a few clubs like Geelong have uh, Brownless's son. Um, North Melbourne, Sydney have a couple of father's sons, but I'm pretty sure they're going to go to Sydney like Blakey. Um, and there's another one I can't remember off the top of my head. Gold Coast and GWS have a few. So there's going to be a lot of... There'll be a lot of pick swaps, I think, next mm. year to get the points. Yeah, a lot, a lot of bizarre fourth-round pick swaps for third-round yeah. pick swaps and whatever. West Coast are just continuing being West Coast, being really old, being really slow and doing not much to enhance their enhance their list. Yeah, they didn't pick up. I thought they would have tried to you know go up the draft order and really put up a few of their players for picks because you know they, they're not, they didn't do anything to improve their list. Yeah. And obviously, there's clubs that are probably not going to sell um, senior players this year. They'll do it next year because of the draft. But you would have thought they would have tried to get up. They did try and do a deal with Doggies to try and get up the draft order. But that that fell through with, with Essendon as well. So, But anyway, they're going to go to the draft with pick 13 and 21-26. And they picked up Archie, but only gave him a one-year deal. So it was quite interesting how they did that. Yeah, why don't make a blow for welcome? Yeah, and they lost next year's first round pick. So, yeah, I, I don't know about that with the some pick swaps. It's pretty interesting. Like, why would you swap out next year's first round and third round pick to get in this year's? So, yeah, it's just, it was weird trade. Like, you want to be in the next year first yeah. round. So. Unless they've got a few aces up their sleeve next year, they think they might just get rid of Gaff and Shuey and a few others. Who knows? Who knows? And one we have no idea what's going on about is the Bulldogs. Yeah. They went from fairy tale to hangover, and now I think the house is on fire. I think it's all about to burn down again. Yeah, they, they paint a bit, I think, with jo- Josh Shakey. They might have... I mean, they didn't give up much for him, but 
obviously a few delistings and retirements as well with Cloak and Cremieri. Got in Jackson Trengrove. Is he going to play ruck or is he going to play defence? Well, they don't have a ruck. They don't play ruck. Yeah, so I'm interested to see where he slots in. And Hayden Crozier, they were pretty keen on early and they got him. But, like, so I think they've ruined Tom Boyd by playing him ruck and forward. Yeah. He just needs to play forward. You play Shucky forward. You have your little small blokes around him, which they've got. They need to play your rough head or your whether English plays or whatever. They need to play a top uh, Campbell. Need to play a proper ruckman and just adapt to Beveridge. Need to get over his arrogance of hating ruckman and just play like every other club does with a ruckman. Yeah. Because I don't think they're going to get any better. And I, I fear they might slide again next year. Yeah, I haven't slid them. They're one of my big sliders. It's, it's a sad story because, yeah, after the fairy tavern was like, they've revolutionised football. And they hadn't. It was a bit of a blip. They stole one. I kept on saying that. I'm a bit of a doggies basher, but when you turn up that kind of stuff and you. Just the treatment of Stringer. Like, yeah, the package has some packages on the side which aren't exactly helpful to the club or himself, but you don't go out... You know, part of a football club is meant to be protecting your own and looking after your own, and they definitely didn't show any of that. So. You, you think about it, they lost Boyd, Cloak, Kamiri, Rob Murphy, and Jake Stringer. They're pretty... Apart from probably Cloak and Kamiri, who have been injured and missed a bit of footy, like, Boyd's pretty good player yeah. and was a good leader Jake Stringer and Robert Murphy like they're all pretty good players so you know it's interesting and West Coast have lost heaps so they've, they've delisted a few and a few retired as well so a few clubs will be going through the draft looking to really strengthen up so based on that action and obviously it's pre-draft so but draft picks in general don't really change your premiership credentials Who's your long-range picks for the flag next year? The two Adelaide clubs are pretty pretty good, I reckon. Port and Adelaide. Um, and probably Sydney. Like, I don't really do anything at the, the trade period, but... If they don't start the season 0-7 again, yeah. then uh, they should be sitting pretty. But if they can keep their team together, which they already have, and stay pretty fit, I think they'll have a one last crack at it before a little mini rebuild goes on. Yeah. Which they're really good at. Yeah, definitely agree with that. But yeah, mine... Port Adelaide, that's my little hot tip. I reckon chips in on Port to win the flag next year. 